Sit down. Let them union workers, you know what I'm saying? I mean, we're north, we are. And, and I'm down trouble count. Hang on. on. You got one job. You got one job. Strap in. Strap in. Strap in. Strap in. You're not doing a good job. Oh, Wow, we got some low rated land over here. Yeah, damn cowboys. Let me roll them up. I'm a Florida reader. Yeah. This is the Battle Podcast. See everyone, you all. I'm going to tell you something right now. Born bread, right there, and get old. And now, your host. What up, man, and welcome to the battle. I'm your host, Full Body Johnny. And I'm Ray Ray all day. Yeah, what up, Ray? What up, Fritz? Hey, Johnny. What's going on, man? Oh, what a Jobo cop. Hey, guys. Uh-oh. No, don't start with that shit. Uh-oh. Don't even go there. Good night. <laughs> Jobo's blowing everybody's ears off. Oh, right I don't know what's worse. Freaking frog over here. I didn't deserve that. Cowboy on my I, left. I, I got real excited. I'm so hey, sorry, Fred. Don't forget the Mainer. He made it here. Mainer's on, here time. on time. The he Mainer brought the beer, man. Wow, Thank man. you. Even though, they are, even though they are uh, miniatures. What, dude, uh, Becky's can't be cheap. That was hilarious, bro. though. It's a free miniature, though. the guy I know that complains about free beer. Listen to him. It was hilarious. Ah, here we yeah, go. Oh, here we go. Always got to be something. So, you know what I'm saying, Mike? No matter what you do, guy. Mike's, no you do. Mike's response was hilarious when he found out they were minis. <laughs> <laughs> what not, the? Beep, beep, beep. Not appropriate for radio. Well, yeah. they, were, they were not maxis. They're, yeah. so, they're so small, they only have 2%. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. That's bullshit. That's funny. I got to tell, tell you guys, I'm a little nervous tonight. I'm looking over out of the corner of my eye, and Ray's got a freaking shit eating grin on his face. He's oh, like, he's boy. getting ready to drop something. I don't know. Well, he's got the blue dunder I don't know if he's getting ready to drop some knowledge or drop a deuce. I don't know what's going on with him, but Both. either way, it's not going to be good. It's all going to He's got the shit smurf uh, shirt on tonight. Both the deuce and knowledge. Oh, here we go. What? Because you got the blue T-shirt. That's on That's right, baby. The Easy blue over cowboy. there, Gargamel. The blue cowboy is back. Oh, oh here we go. Here we are. Here well, we go. Yes, he is. So what do you got? Nothing really. No, I was <laughs> messing with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You're a disappointment, right? You're a disappointment. No, nah, I finally, I finally broke down since you was busting my balls so much about helping my sister. I finally went over and. What happened? To- She's her. got a man. What happened? To that? Her man called looking for help. Oh, yeah? Did he look for a cod? Oh, that ain't, that that ain't right. Wow. He did. That is not right. He, he called looking for help. So we just. So helped. you're a surrogate set of balls for him? <laughs> as a basically, uh, well, the problem is that she went to work with his balls in her purse. Oh, so, man. Yeah. That's a good way to keep a listener to the show, right? That's a good job there. Running off our listeners between you and Fritz. I don't know what the hell we're going to do. Oh, boy. Uh, he's in the circle, too. He, he likes it. You know, he's the one that bus chops along with us. Well, good. It's yeah. a good deal. Good day. Can't be, can't be sensitive hanging out with this girl. You know, poor no. Mike. Poor Mikey left the house on time, got off work early, and he was still the last one here. I know, man. Poor guy. Well, he did the run. Kid, he hey, did the run, though, man. Hey, he did great. do the run. Come on. Yeah, he but I, I have to keep up tradition. You did hey, the you run, know, man. And I'll tell you what. I got to give it up to him because last night we met to discuss the show, and he was only six minutes late. So That's I mean, it. He's, he's improving. He's making progress. He's improving. Well done, Mike. Well Maybe. done. So, dude, today 2021, baby, you coming up. Today is our first time ever having everyone in the studio. Five alive, five alive, baby. five alive. Yeah. Y'all do not want to smell this place right now. The yeah, lion's den. It is. It's like Taco Bell went rancid in here. <laughs> yes, Taco Bell. I'm not lying. It's right. Yeah. Always delicious Taco Bell. Very, very right. Here, Lord, baby Jesus. And we got Jobo Cop back. Hey, He's back. He's what's back. up, man? Finally crawled off from that rock he was hiding under. Yeah, man. I, I crawled out of something. I don't know what it was. Yeah, but it's uh, a sewer or what? Huh? I don't know, man. I, I saw turtles and rats and everything. I don't know what's going on down there. Well, we're glad to have you back, man. Down there. 
Glad good, to have you it's, back. It's good to be back with the Lions Den, bro. I'm going to say that. And I hear you get some great news for our listeners today. I do. Um, we have really cool, done some cool stuff over the past couple of days. And one of the things that we did today, we actually updated our uh, website uh, recently. So it's, it's, it's fresh. There's not a lot of new content, but one of the cool things that you can find uh, on the front page is now we have a embedded live player. And so you can stream our latest podcast directly from the battlepodcast.com. So that's wow. kind of cool. Nice. And awesome. uh, we're working on, uh, we're still working on the, getting the PayPal set up, but we just got to get some, um, a few things uh, lined up for that uh, finances and banking and all that crazy crap that you guys know what we have to do with pay- PayPal. But crazy um, crap. yeah, but we're going to be pretty soon. The idea is to be able to have some donations and be able to, accept some payments for some cool merch that we got coming up yeah. in the future. But um, another really quick thing too, uh, our Instagram page and our parlor page, dude, I'm telling you, they are blowing up. Yeah. And, um, you know, I want to say a huge thank you to all the people that are following us oh, and liking yeah. us over on the Instagram. Uh, we're, we're getting a lot of, <laughs> thank, you very, thank you very much. <laughs> thank <laughs> you. I appreciate it. But, um, for all the amazing people that are following us over on Parlor, man, I tell you, you guys are really doing your job. You're upvoting, you're uh, you're echoing, and you're doing everything. Uh, Ray's post where Ray's sitting on Maynard's car has has got an amazing <laughs> 253 uh, impressions. Wow! And wow. That, so impressions basically means as you're scrolling through the feed, you stop to read or see the post. That's an impression. Nice. So that's good. That's really good. And some of our podcasts have been getting some really good numbers as well. Congratulations. So what you're saying is if I was better looking, then I'd probably get more uh, views than just impressions. Well, we're a man's podcast. You're trying to track dudes. Go, I, I, go for it. I'd back it up. But I would, a like I do, is a like, brother. I a do, like is a like. I do want to say <laughs> really quickly likes. that episode 34, which was our Christmas episode, uh, it got over 429 impressions, which is one of our greatest uh, accomplishments on wow, so, nice. wow. so that's pretty Excellent. cool thank hey, you guys hey joe 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 bo cop didn't we have somebody actually reach out to us we did instagram no we did it. we want to give a big shout out to justin sproul yeah, uh, justin is awesome he is a faithful listener to the podcast every week and he just loves what we're doing and the content we're putting out specifically the topics yes is literally speaking to him good right where he's at good and we so. got a uh Nice battle T-shirt coming your way, brother. Don't you yeah, worry about we that. Got you, Justin. Yeah, man, he you. earned it. He earned yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, do we? We need to get his size though. So whoever can hit him up and oh, get I got his him. size. I'll All text right. him. I'll text Sweet. Him. Yeah. Sweet. He's coming at you, Justin. Thank you very much. Keep up the good work. Spread the word. Spread the the battle podcast. There you go, man. And keep telling us what you want to hear. Well, not only that, if there's somebody else listening out there, you want to hit us up, we may have a couple extra t-shirts to throw around. I mean, hey, come on now. You know, get, you know, this is the Christmas season. You know, I mean, we're coming off of it, but still, I mean, we're still in the spirit of giving around here, you know? Big shout out to our Indian brothers and sisters listening Ooh, on God. Love them down in Indian, they are boy. blowing us up over Ooh, there, man. Yes, we love sir. it. We love it. Love Thank you. Guys. Thank, Thank you very much. much. And yeah. Mikey, what you got on them stats for India? What, come what on, Mikey. Hit? What we got, Mikey? Come on, Maynard. Oh, I uh, caught him sleeping. Oh, there he goes. Hold on. I got to bring minutes. it up. You give, him, you, 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 give him, you give him three miniature beers and he you know forgets what he's I'm doing. I'm going to have to step up and just. He make couldn't it, anticipate take, that, you know? I got to stick up for Mike on this one. I mean, Ray should have known better. You should have given him a heads up. 
<laughs> I mean, you just put a spur of the moment on Mike. You know, he's, he's you know, he's working you guys things out here. Yeah, he did send us a picture. Oh, you should already know the answer to the question. I, I kind of feel over, overly prepared at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Over a thousand downloads from India. Man. What? And that's just, just the surpassed the United States. And that just surpassed. Wait, that, India has surpassed the United States in downloads. Yep. And yeah. That, and that's wow. in a month, right? That's just in the month of December. Thank you guys in India. Thank you. Thank you. You know, much. I mean, we're, we're actually, you know, we mentioned it before in our other podcast too. I mean, we're seeing an uptick in that area because we got, you know, uh, we got Nepal that's kicking in over there, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We got uh, India. We've got Indonesia. We've got Pakistan. We've got the UAB. Bangladesh. Bangladesh. Dude, that's awesome. And I also noticed that we also picked up some more Aussies. Oh, yeah. And a Good couple I more. Might. Yes. And a couple more Irishmen. Well, actually, I mean, Belgium is third. I think the Irish hang on Ooh. because we got something special between me and them. And oh, you know me, love me, Irish love people. Irish. I love you so much. You're great people. So yeah. A little shout out to me, Lucky Jones. Yeah, give me some shamrock, yeah. <laughs> I'll shamrock you right now. I'll get you peaky blinders <laughs> on you. <laughs> Lord have mercy. God help us all. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry is, to the Irish. What is the, <laughs> give me the bangers and mash, man. That's bangers all I got. Mash. I'm good. Good night. You know, Michael, he's a nice tall Guinness mm. over there with baked potato, and he'll be good, right? Give him a good Leave corn beef main. sandwich. Uh, I'd be good with that. that boy, we had right. some great shepherd's pie last night. That was oh, unbelievable. Yeah, that's true. We did have some shepherd's pie at our men's group oh, last night. Oh, man. We went to five guys and ate dinner and then got to men's group and <laughs> no, was like, no, no. oh, no there's more here. shepherd's I'm pie. Irish. I ain't French. I didn't eat shepherd's pie. Okay. Uh, you guys had You didn't have no shepherd's pie? No. The hell does it matter no, if you Irish pie. or French? That was some damn good uh, shepherd pie. Well, I'll tell you what. Man, it don't cheese matter. on it. I don't think that's Irish. I just want to just put it out. You ain't never had cheese. There was cheese on that burger. Dude, there's Irish cheese. Kerrygold. <laughs> what are you there, talking there about? Was cheese on that burger. I like the you Irish butter. Don't you know? <laughs> I like the, the Irish sharp cheddar's great. Hi, <laughs> they're always after me, lucky cheddar. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. But you know what, guys? Tonight we're gonna do a little discussion about what we're leaving behind. Yeah. We call it a legacy. What a what a power! Mm-hmm. And I think for so many men, and, and I and I had an issue with this. I was talking to my wife and my kids the other day about this. And as a father and a husband, I've been trying for so many years to impart that on my family, and I just never could quite find the right word. What are you trying to do? And then you know we heard a great message about that about legacy. And I told the wife and the kids, I said, that's what I've been trying to say. I'm trying to leave a legacy. And the reality of it is, is that there's a lot of men out there, if we're going to be straight, that don't know what it is to leave a legacy, to have a legacy or what even a legacy is. Yeah. So I got, I actually got it. There's like three definitions of- Are you coming educated in legacy? Wow. Prepare. On the calendar, Mike, put that in your stats. Do you already have that? Nope. Oh, because you shrug your shoulders over there like he stole something from you. Nope. He's doing my job, so that works oh, out. Oh, I'm out of here. Doing his job. Somebody's got to. Did, oh, my. God. Oh. <laughs> Dude, you know that he's going to do it. He's just late to the table. Ray, you're really starting to piss me off with this. Mike, you want my phone, brother? No. Go for it, Ray. <laughs> so the definitions we got here. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ray, Ray. Oh, that was awesome. So they've got. You notice Mike ain't laughing. It's because he was drinking. No, I'm not laughing off. The I'm bot- not laugh on the mic again. He's a bottle yeah. in up his nose. <laughs> so we've got a gift of property, Here's especially you, personal property, as money by a will. And we also have 
anything handed down from the past as from an ancestor or predecessor. An application to a student at a school that was attended by his or her parents. So that's not really the legacy we're looking for. Well, I think the, the second one is... That's closest. That's talking the about closest. Passing something on down from the past. Right? right. That's the closest one. And what we're trying to do is, is we're trying to impart something upon the people that we've put, had put, put in our circle that have been with us and around us and have been subjected to us throughout the course of our life. And I think that's an important thing. I mean, uh, you know, just talking in this room with just a bunch of dudes here having a conversation. I mean, I mean, Mike, what do you think about when somebody says legacy? What does the word legacy mean to you? <clears throat> clear my throat. Uh, so when it comes to leaving a legacy, it pretty much means you're going, what you're going to leave to your kids, something you're going to leave to people that love you. Um, so when Ray brought up money, it made me think, okay, yeah, money's great, but I'd rather leave an everlasting impression. Like my dad left me a legacy of, you know, be a hard worker. So that's one of the ones that I'm trying to incorporate to my kids. Uh, okay. so that's, that's what I think when I hear legacy. Okay. Joe, what about you? I mean, when you think about the word legacy, what does that stir up in you? That's a really good question. It goes back to a message that my father preached. Uh, my father is a ordained Baptist preacher and he preached this message one time in church back home in Kentucky about, um, the dash. And I don't, I'm not sure if you guys have heard of the mm -hmm, poem of mm -hmm. the dash, but yeah. you know, everybody focuses on the date you were born and they focus on the date you died, but nobody focuses on the hyphen in the middle. And the hyphenism in the middle is everything that you are as you're living from point A to point B, from beginning to end. And, you know, when I think about legacy, I think about that message that my dad preached. And, you know, we, we can spend our whole lives trying to, within ourselves, build things and, and create things. But if we're not doing it, that is leaving an impact on those around us. It's really for not, mm -hmm. right? Right. But the hyphen is literally our connection to God and it's our connection to everyone around us. It's my connection to all my brothers here in this room right now. And what, what am I doing to instill into you guys, you know, the impression that, that what am I doing in my life? What am I doing productive? And um, so, yeah, that, that, I mean, that part really hits me home. I like that. So the, the hyphen. The hyphen. Yeah, he, he stole mine a little bit is the impression you leave upon people yeah. once you're gone. So what are they going to remember you for? What is it that stood out to them that really made a, a solid impression on them? I think another word is impact. Impact, yeah. What is the impact that you're having on the people that are around you? Mm -hmm. Impression's great, but impact is a good one. Or, you know, what kind of, um, what are you imparting upon somebody? You know, mm -hmm. what are you instilling in the people that are around you? Right. And, and, you know, Mike made a, a great point. I mean, it's, for a father, you know, we think about our children, but it goes so much deeper than that. I mean, our legacy is something that is subjected to everybody that's in contact with us. So we need to be mindful of, okay, who are we around and who's subjected to, for instance, myself, like who is John subjected to and what kind of an impact, what kind of a message am I putting out and what, what are people seeing in me as a man? Right. Because at the end of the day, I think Joe makes a great point when you talk about that hyphen. You yeah. Know, it's not going to, people are going to be talking about the beginning of your life. They're not going to be talking about the end of your life. They're going to be talking about the substance of your life and exactly what did that 
how did that manifest in you and, and how did it manifest in other people? I like the, that. The substance. Yeah. I like that. The impressionable people. We're not talking about the pre, the people in traffic, the people in, you know, you in passing at a restaurant, so on and so forth. It's the impressionable people that you surround yourself with or family members that are surrounded by you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that, you know, it, it, legacy is such a deep topic that it just can't be covered just tonight. You know, right. we, we got to go even further, but I think for tonight, I think the most important thing to, to recognize is that we're in the midst of our legacy right now. Right. You know, I mean, I think some people think, well, that'll happen when I'm dead and I'm gone. Well, no, you have to be focused and you have to be aware of where you're at right now because you are in the midst of your own legacy right in this moment. Creating your legacy. Right. You're creating what is going to be left when you're gone. So, John, you brought up about leaving a legacy and I was thinking of my kids and I was thinking when I, back when I was in Maine, when I was the president of the Little League and like I said, many, many years ago, I never would have been ever be able to speak in front of as many people as I did uh, that first year where it was like 300, 400 parents. And I never told myself I'd ever be able to do that. But then when you have up kids coming up to you and saying, thank you for all you've done, because not, not many people understand how much goes into volunteering and being part of an organization um, until you actually are in those shoes. So like a great example would be like, um, so when I became the president, I decided, all right, I want to, I'm so sick of seeing all these parents and all these people that are coaching that decide, oh, well, my kid's going to be an all-star or my kid's going to do this. So I tried to bring like a, a, I would, I said it to my church once, a a Christ-like attitude to youth sports. And, uh, so that was the, so when you mentioned legacy, I was thinking outside of my kids, I mean, that would be like other people's kids. And I felt really great about that. And actually got some great news the other day that all the hard work that I was working on to try to combine all of our towns that we had rivalries going back and forth on it. Uh, they, they just approved the little league to combine with all the schools together. So the thing I fought for for so long actually happened. So that's my legacy when it comes to that. So it was pretty cool to hear from the president of that league. Now who took over from me said that, you know, you created that legacy. So appreciate it. Wow. That is awesome. You know, I, as you were talking there, uh, Mike, I, I, I just was reminded of, of something that is very impactful in the, in I'm, I'm involved in a lot of the uh, advocate communities, bleeding disorder communities. And you know, what is the one thing when you go to Washington DC that you see a lot of monuments, memorials and monuments. Mm-hmm. And they are, they are typically concrete structures, right? And so one of the things that we were talking about recently, especially in the bleeding disorders community that I'm involved with is like, it's like stepping stones. What kind of stones are we leading and what kind of path are we leading people to? You know, and that really convicted me. Like, what path do I want other people when they say, when they see Joe Burke, what path do I want them to, to go down? Am I leading them down a, a, a path that's going to be void? That's going to be destructive? Or am I going to be leading them down a path of hope? And prosperity. And so I was thinking about that. Like you think about a monument, you think about a memorial, you think about the World War II memorial in DC. I mean, it's a beautiful memorial for, for guys who, who paid the price. And you think about that and you, you start thinking about your own life. What kind of memorial, what kind of legacy am I leaving behind? What stepping stones in my own path am I creating? And like you said, everything that we do today is feeding our legacy. Absolutely. Whether it's, it's either feeding it or it's di- distracting from it. Yeah. 
So like you said, we want to make sure that everything we're doing is leading down that path that's not void. It's leading to path of something better. So hopefully the people that are following that path will continue to set those stones to go a little bit further. Well, because the other question you have to ask yourself is this. What is my current legacy? Right. Like what do people think of or what do they say when they think about me? Right now. Right now in this moment. And, you know, there's this, to be honest with you, that's a very scary question to ask people. You know, I actually did an exercise the other day and we're going to do a little bit of this here tonight because I think it's so impactful and powerful. You know, I asked my brother, I said, if you were to describe me in one word, what would it be? And he, he, he described me. Then I asked my son and, you know, you, you better be ready as a father to put your ego and your, you know, your pride on the side when you ask that question of your child, especially when you look him in the eye and say, look, I want you to tell me the truth. When you look at me and when you think about me, give me one word that describes me. If somebody were walk up to you right now and say, hey, describe your dad to me. One word. What would it be? And he took like two seconds and he just popped off with it. And it really, honestly, wasn't what I thought it was going to be. And, you know, we're going to share some, some words here tonight, but I can tell you now what they said because uh, we all have already gone through this exercise. I'm going to share that with our listeners tonight. But my brother, the first thing that I asked, when I asked him, he said, oh, that's easy. He says, when I think about you, one word that describes you is intense. He says, you're an intense person. Now that's, you know, a good thing and it can be a bad thing. Right. You know, and you got to take the good with the bad. So initially when he said that, and then when I walked up to my son to ask my son, I'm thinking, oh shit, what's he going to say? And I mean, like, <laughs> and I, I looked at him and I didn't even tell him what my brother said. I said, so if you had one word to describe your dad, what would it be? And I said, be blunt with me, be completely honest. Don't worry about hurting my feelings. He just looked at me, he just thought about it. He said, dad, passionate. Mm. He said, I see you as being passionate. It's funny because your uncle uh, Bobby had said to me, he said, the word that he used to describe me was intense. He goes, yeah, because you're passionate, you're intense about the things that you're passionate about. Yeah. And he goes, and you know, that's, you know, that's who you are. And I'm like, wow. I mean, because, you know, I think a lot of times, and, and I just want to put this out there for the men that are listening to this, because a lot of times we're our own worst critics and we're our own, our own worst enemy. And we have a picture, an idea of, who we think we are and how we're being portrayed. Right. Right. And sometimes we, we look at ourselves in such a negative lens mm -hmm. that we assume like for me, like this has been a tough year for me with my son. You guys know that I've shared it with you guys. Yeah. And, and you know, I'm thinking prick. I mean, is that the word you're going to say? One word to describe me prick or, you know, or, or, you know, hard or, or, you know, you know, unfair, unfair, you know, you know, yeah. Something like something that, that, and when he looked at me and said passionate, it, it really touched me. I was like, for the first time, you can sit back and you can breathe and go, he gets it. He knows that I am passionate and intense when it comes to him because he knows that I love it. You know? And so I just want to give a little shout out to some of you guys out there that, you know, maybe you think that you're being seen or perceived as one thing. And the reality of it is, is you're being perceived or seen as something else. Yeah. We noticed that in our meeting last night with a couple of the guys we were talking about it and they started popping off, you know, these negative things at what they think people think about them. And we're like, Hey, Whoa, you haven't even had that conversation. You haven't even asked them yet. So you really don't know. Right. And like, and you, if you're, if you have that fear, Ray, right. 
guys, if you have that fear inside, you're going to stay away from that as far as you can. And so what's that going to do, Joe, for your legacy? No, it's going to, it's going to cripple it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're, you're scared to death to even mess with you. And and if you're walking in fear, then those stepping stones, you're not going to be laying down as many. You're not, you know, you're, you're just afraid of, you're living in a moment of fear of what everybody else is thinking of you. Right. Right. And you cannot do that. Nope. You can't. The best thing I've always said, you're not going to accomplish anything. You have to get up and you have to move. You have to be moving in a direction, but you also have to be open to criticism. So if you're trying to establish this legacy, and this is a great exercise to do, and I I encourage every guy out there to do this, to do what we're about to do, and ask those people and be just completely... The people that are the closest to you. Yeah, ask them completely. We I call it open kimono, which is just being just completely... What is what's the word I'm looking for? Brutally honest, transparent, and, transparent. Yeah, yeah and, and probably completely. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, vulnerable, vulnerable. That's Being completely the word. Vulnerable. Yes, I mean, you want to be completely vulnerable. And here, just real quick, but I don't want to cut you off. But guys, listen. Do not go into this exercise and get pissed off with the answer that you get. Mm. You know, don't go to your kids or your wife or your girlfriend or your parents or your buddy or whatever, and then they don't give you the answer you want. And get pissed off at them. This is an exercise for you to really get a an idea of what people see when they look at you in order for you to make a decision. Is this a legacy I'm trying to leave? Or do I need to do some things to change the trajectory of my legacy? Because what I'm doing, if it if it is not the legacy you're trying to leave, that means that it's being perceived differently than what you're trying to put out there. So you have to be willing to change. And that dudes are scared of change. They may say, oh, I like change. I love change. No, we're comfortable in our own, in our own boo. And exposure, man. man. People, dudes don't like to be exposed, man. Yeah. And this is, this is one of them deals where you're going to get exposed, Mm -hmm. but you got to be a man about it. So I'll I'll start off tonight because what I, what I had each, uh, each guy in the group do tonight is to say, pick one word that describes each one of the men in in the lion's den. So I'll start, I'll start tonight. And, and none of us, have heard no or no this is completely live this is completely vulner- vulnerability to every single guy in this room because none of us had know what each guy has written down so i'll go first and the first one i'm going to talk about a word that, that comes to my mind when i think about jobo cop creativity creativity because you have the ability to create not only just with uh technology but with your art uh, you just have so many different facets about you that you're a very creative person. It's a very powerful gift. And so when I think about you and I think about, is there a guy that can get this done or can get that done when it comes to creating something? You are the first person. And there are men in this room that'll, that'll tell you, you are the first person that comes to mind when I think about being creative. You're very gifted. Can we do one guy at a time? Sure. Let's all let's all do just one guy. So Joe, you can go next since, since well, I buttered no, your no, mouth. No, we're gonna Everybody do Joe. Yeah, we're gonna okay. do Joe. Everybody's gonna okay. do Joe. We're all gonna do Joe. So okay. I'll, okay. I'll do Joe okay. next. Now, here's the absolute funniest part is that the first word that I came up with for Joe was creative or creator. But I actually changed it because I thought a little bit more. And the word I came up with for Joe was fighter. Wow. Ooh, yeah. Because his entire life, he's, he's been, been fighting. fighting. Yeah. I see that. 
not not physically fighting like you know hey put him up put him up no but he's been put yeah up. put him up he he has been a fighter through he's been a fighter through more shit than anyone in he's this room to could stay even alive, think bro that's what i'm getting at. yeah that's that's excellent he's excellent. been fighting through more shit than any one of than all of us put yeah. together in this room my wife's got so many skid marks on him he's been fighting through shit his entire life <laughs> uh, i'm just i don't i'm just soaking it in guys all right so Mike, you want to go next? Uh, <clears throat> it's funny you want me to go next because my word for Joe was fighter. Literally, it was fighter because I know he's you know he's been through it all. Like I've I don't know these guys. I mean, I just moved here a year ago, so these guys have a closer relationship with each other. They have longer relationships, I would say. Um, but that's the word I came up with. And you know, if I was to say the other one, which would be survivor, like yeah. you know, he he went and told our men's group last night that you know he's, he's pretty much, you know, he's been through it all. Like he's been through stuff we can never dream of. If you've heard the podcast about Joe, I'd say what five podcasts ago, yeah. um, that would be the one. It's a great listen. Cause you'll hear if you, anything, you'll hear someone who is a fighter and survivor. And I did fighter because I know how much he loves Marvel. He loves his comic books. He loves the superheroes. So that's the first thing I can Hulking it, baby. Hulking Hulking it up. Hulk smash. All right. Fritzy, what do you got? Well, uh, like Ray, I had initially written down talented. That was a given. Mm -hmm. But um, gosh, there was two or three that were really strong with Joe. And um, I went with uh, Survivor as well. So that was that was mine. There you go. The fighting, creative fighting survivor, baby. Yeah. That's Joe Burke. Now, Joe, when you hear that, are you emotional? Trying, yeah, but are you trying to leave that type of legacy? Is it, is it something you're trying to do or is that just you? Is that just who you are? Man, that's a deep question. I think I think um kind of just retrospectively hearing everything um there's a part of me the fighter survivor part is something that I'm very adamant about. I do a lot of advocacy for not only the hemophilia, HIV, hepatitis C, chronic pain communities, that's a part of who I am. Mm -hmm. And I fight for people who don't have a voice. Right. right. So I get that. Yeah. But even in when I was in the many years I was in hospital and I was in the Ronald McDonald house, um, I began to teach myself to draw, to create, to mm -hmm. play music, to do photography. So I get that. And, and, and you know, that's not something how I, I did. I, I identify as a creative mm -hmm. because I am, because mm -hmm. I create, right. I create things from nothing. Yes, you do. Um, and you're damn good at it. Boy. <laughs> uh -huh. Let's no, not get too emotional and shit. Come on. No, but I, <laughs> no binkies. I'm extremely humbled. Yeah. Um, I think the word right now that I'm feeling is very, humbled. I think what Ray's asking. And I think if you don't mind, I'd like to answer that question for you. Okay. It is who you are. But it is definitely something that you want to share with others. Absolutely. Because it empowers other people that, like you said, have a lesser voice or don't have a voice or in a situation that don't know how to deal with it. It empowers them to have the strength to step out of themselves. Wow. So, thank so, you. Yeah, and we didn't even mention the, the facilitator and the trendsetter, you know, yeah, when I mean, it came to Blue Man Group yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. You know, there's so that's many a, adjectives. That's another story for another That time. could <laughs> describe him. So, yeah. So let's yeah. go. I'm going to move on to Ray Ray all day. Uh, when I look at Ray, man. this is what I see. I see a doer. A doer. Doer. 
I see a doer, man. I see somebody that that does it. He's not going to talk about it. He's going to do it. He's a doer. Not a Smurf that took a shit from the neck down? No, you were still a Smurf that took your shit. You you did it. You did it from your neck down, and it looks and stinks bad. But I can pull it off. You pull it off like no other. But you're a doer, man. You're a doer. And I respect that because one of the things I always tell uh, my wife, we'll we'll joke around, and I'll say, oh, Ray Ray all day doing them damn humanitarians. (laughs) And she starts laughing, and I always say, but you know what? That's who he is. It's what he does. That's not an act. That's not a front. That's not something that's make believe. This that's who he is. So I got you as a doer. Uh, my word. Um, immediately when I thought of you, Ray, was servant. Servant. And because I the reason I say that, all the many times that my wife and I would pull up to church and here you are on the cart wheeling people to and from their vehicles to the front door of a church. You did that with a smile. You did that with love. You do things for people who can't do things for themselves by coming over to a friend's house and cutting some tree limbs. Yeah. Um, man, I, I tell you, there's been so many times I've had to rely on you to do things for me. After Hurricane Irma, mm-hmm. you were there. No questions asked. And um, you serve others before you serve yourself. True. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, Rick. <clears throat> Right for you, I have. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I love Mike. He goes right into the camp, boy. He's got to clear his throat. Mainer style. Yeah, throat. Yeah, but he's he real important. He's a mainer, baby. The lobster cop in them teeth. Bro. I actually came up with three. Um, no, you only get one. But I'm only going to say you one. get one. But I'm going to say one, but Damn I'm going to say that. Achiever. All right. Jeez. Three for everybody, but I narrowed it down to one. Save the three for me, okay? All right. Gotcha. All right. Uh, for Ray, I did selfless. Selfless is definitely one that came to mind. When, you know, John always busts his chops saying he's a humanitarian. And, but I mean, the other one I had was like humanitarian is a Samaritan. So if you go to the, if you go to the Bible, that's what I definitely would see Ray. Like I said, I just, I was new here. And uh, when I heard you guys' podcast, I reached out to you guys. And, you know, ever since then, we've been great buds and I appreciate it. And part of the lion's den. And anytime I need anything, anytime I have a question about anything dealing with, uh, you know, he, I mean, geez, he still has my son's, my stepson's car at his house. Uh, if that's oh, don't not worry selfless, about it. He's tacking out. Oh, trust he's me. There's already into that it. one. Yeah. There's already a monthly payment coming. He's a doer and a giver, but he's also taking, <laughs> taking but, that money. Yeah. But no, uh, the, but seriously, the, the name is selfless. The, the, yeah. the word is selfless. Definitely. Ray, Ray all day. Well, a, there was only one know. word for me and that was sincere. Because there is nothing that Ray Ray doesn't do or put his mind to, put his hands to that he's not sincere about. Not that I've witnessed. Yeah, I agree with that. And and so I guess the question for you, Ray, is when you think about yourself, do you see all those things? Uh, Is that the legacy you're trying to leave? To be completely honest, yeah, it really is. Okay, well, then you're halfway there. You don't screw it up. Right, exactly. I, 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 I've always wanted to, well, it's always kind of been my natural instinct to do for those who can't like, like uh, Joe was saying, always looking up for the little guy, always trying to find out where I can help. So the fact that you guys see it and that that's truly what's being per- portrayed. Well, you do tell us every week you're a humanitarian, man. It doesn't all fairness. Well, at least y'all are listening. <laughs> Damn, it's, it's not about listening. It's, it's great material. <laughs> but yeah, so that was, that was, that's huge. And, it, and now, honestly, my next step is to go to my family and ask them to make sure that they see that too. Yeah, that's 
That's the million dollar question, yeah. dude. And we're going to get into that on our next episode. But that's the million dollar question is, you know, other people may see that, but the people that are close to us, to us what are they seeing? Right, right. Because if we're that for everybody else. So anyway, let's move on to uh, Mike. I thought about a lot of words for Mike and late wasn't one of them, Mikey. So <laughs> don't worry about it. But I think that the, the, the word that brings me to mind, well, there was two of them, but I know we can only do one, but loyalty. Mm. Yeah. I, I've had so many conversations with Candy at the house when we talk about Mike, because Mike's sporadic. Everybody knows him. He's like, <laughs> it's like squirrel, shiny thing. You know, he's all over the damn place, right? He just, that's just who he is. And, and, and I'll be, I'll be at the house and he'll send me a text and every one of his texts either starts off with ha 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 or ends up with ha ha ha. Right. <laughs> and, and I'll be like, Candy, like, what are you doing? I was the damn Maynard, man. This guy, every time he says, <laughs> And I and so many times I've I've looked at her and said, you know what though? One thing I can tell you about Mike, that guy there, he's loyal. Yeah, I know that if I know that if if I needed him, he would be there in a second. And that and that that to me means everything. You know, what I mean that's that's what a brother is. And so when I look at the Mainer, he may be late a little bit, but, but he's, he's loyally there. late. But he's telling what can I say? <laughs> He's loyal about being late. I mean, <laughs> no, but your loyalty. So that's what I got for mine. That's awesome. My mine was, and and it was the first one that jumped right in my head. And I I I couldn't think of two or three. There was one one word that stood out for me for Mike, and that was father. Because not only he he became an instant father in his current relationship, and he jumped right in and just did it. And now he's got his, his guy, they got his, hers and theirs. So now there he's a father fivefold. And whenever you talk to Maynard, like you said, he, he jumps around all over the place, but one of those places is always his kids. Oh yeah. It's always, always. his kids. Yep. So that, that was the word that jumped out for me. I think the word that jumps out for me when I think of Maynard is, and this was an, another immediate word was ambitious. Mm, yeah. I, I think that there's nothing that he doesn't want to tackle or he doesn't think he can tackle. He's like, he's, he's right into it. He's in the middle of it at all times. Oh yeah. He He's not afraid uh, of, of logging into a website and trying to, to create something just to have something there. He's not afraid. Well, I mean, you think about everything that he's done so far, especially, you know, with the stats and bringing what he's done to, to the lion's den and to the podcast. There's a, there's a huge level of ambition there. Mm -hmm. Ambition as a father, ambition as a man, ambition to be the best he can be. And I've seen that from when he testified at men's group uh, several, a uh, couple months ago, and he was talking about the sponge. I remember mm -hmm. that, Mike. There was a level of ambition in your voice that was just, I could just see it. It was mm -hmm. palpable. You could just see God working in and through you. Oh, yeah. All right. Fritz. I haven't known Mike long, but the pleasure of the time that I have known him, uh, this word just jumped out at me and it, it's genuine. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mike yeah. is genuine. He's he just, he's a dude. You, what you see is what you get. He don't try to be somebody else. Nope. Damn right. And I love that. I do too. Yeah. I love that. He'll just look at you and go, damn right. I'm late. Got a problem with that? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you don't know how to be anything else. No. <laughs> nope. Oh, so let's, man. let's, let's move on to Fritzy. Uh oh. And this word here that I, that I am going to use, it's, it's, 
initially you got to think of one thing, but it's, it's not that it's something entirely different, but the word that came to my mind is hungry. Yeah. And I'm not talking about for food. Right. I'm talking about for substance. Ooh, amen to that. You know I mean? When I look at Fritz and I listen to what he says, I, I see a guy that's just really hungry, hungry for the substance of life to, to find the meaning of life, to, to find his place in this world, to make sure that he's making an impact and, and trying to be the very best that he can be. And so, you know, plus he does like to eat. I mean, but not as much as I do. <laughs> but yeah, I saw I, I'm hungry. I, uh, for Fritz, I, I came up with creative, creator. And it was, that was the battle between Joe and Fritz because I thought of creative for both of you guys. And then I just, like I said, I thought a little bit more about Joe and everything that Joe's been through. So I gave Joe fighter and Fritz creator, creator, creative, because he, he's put several podcasts together. Oh yeah. He, and if you didn't hear that last intro, I mean, come oh, on, son, we, come on. We only get to experience a little piece of Fritz. Oh yeah. Because I don't think we could truly handle all the Fritz. Well, I mean, uh, Tina's having a hot problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I covered your prayers. Huh? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was the that was the one that jumped out for me for Fritz. Um, the one I've known Fritz probably going on eight years now, and I've I've been with Fritz when he started God Stories Radio, and I've I've had the pleasure of being on his show, and I've actually had the pleasure of just doing life with you and Tina to some level. Yeah. And when I hear that and I, and I absorb that in the word that is dedicated because everything that you do, you don't do half. You, don't you do it to the full. You're dedicated to mm -hmm. your project. You're dedicated to your ministry. You're dedicated to your wife. You're dedicated to God. And that translates in everything that you do for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I make can, a brother get it allergic. Yeah. A little allergic. It's stuffy. I, in it. I can, that's, that's true though. I would say my word for Fritz is I went through a couple. Uh, I would say right now, without a doubt, it's talented. Um, the ability to put the podcast together, not just ours, uh, not, but his own. Uh, I mean, the ones he's been running, I mean, literally to see from afar of what he's been able to do and the studio that we're in. And he was able to build his own studio, which is pretty, pretty darn impressive. If you ask me, but uh, that's the word that came to mind was talented. And no guys out there, I want, I want y'all to understand that there's a lot of positive words going around here. And let me tell you something. This is no, this is no bullshit. We're not going to hold back. If there was something that one of these guys were doing that was off kilter or maybe not what they were thinking, we're going to let them know. Yeah. And you've got to be willing to hear that. You've got to be open. Well, and I think you make a good point here, Ray, because here's the bottom line. None of us are perfect. Right. Every man in this room is in, has imperfections, right? Right. But the words that we're talking about are the ones that encapsulate that human being in our minds and our hearts and in our sight as a whole, as a whole. And I think what that should do for any man that's listening, to this is bring hope. Right. Because, you know, you may think, well, they just look at me for this when in the reality of it is they see you as a whole, something entirely different. Right. Yeah, because as guys, we tend to focus on our negative aspects. We tend to yep. focus on where we screw up and where we don't do things right. And that's the part about leaving a legacy is that you're never going to do everything right. But it's that it's that whole picture that you're leaving that you want to make sure is laying down those stepping stones and leading to what we got. And I think, you know, we went around the room, but we've not gave our word to John. 
John. And I think that before we wrap this thing up, I think we need to, I'm going to start actually. Go for it. Because John has, um, man, John has been there for me in so many levels of compassion and brotherhood in my life. There's facets of my life that I definitely see where the trajectory of when you run into somebody, there's a path that you go down. Mm -hmm. You don't run into somebody. It's kind of like you don't really understand. You don't really know. And John has been one of those individuals that's laid the groundwork. Remember though, I was talking about those path stones, Mm -hmm. setting those stones? Mm -hmm. Mentor. There you go. And for my whole life, you know, I, I come I come in as a Christian that from a very Bible Belt, Kentucky background. And there's a lot of rooted fundamental principles and traditions and religion that's involved in that. But the one thing that John has given me is, is, is being a sense of mentor of what is it really like to be a man of God, to walk out a Christian life, and just to be who you are. Right. He taught me that. Good. So. That's awesome. I got a word for John. You ready? <laughs> I'm getting nervous, boy. I'm getting nervous. <laughs> but that's the first word to tread go. Mail at the end of the Actually, you'll like this word. Okay. My word for John is leader. Because John is, he is a leader of men. And not just men, but of his family too. Mm-hmm. So John leads his family just as passionately and as intently as he leads men. And that's the first word that pops in my mind is leader. Wow. Ray, you stealing my answers or what? Holy <laughs> crap. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I had leader. Um, definitely when I thought of John, it was leader and thinking of, we call this the lion's den. He is the lion. He is, he started this whole thing. Uh, he, when I saw him the first time at men's group, when he was up on stage, um, you know, I was like, oh, cool guy who likes the Patriots, uh, guy who I can maybe talk to about, you know, New England stuff. Well, I'm here, you know, I, I was in a rough place. I didn't want to move. I first to tell these guys I was fighting it oh, tooth and nail. Mm-hmm. And I'll go into that later in another podcast. But um, I, you know, if it wasn't for John, he's actually made this transition to from Maine to Florida so much easier. So without a doubt, leader is where is the word I was looking at. As much as he bust your balls, it was an easier transition with him. <laughs> you must have had a bad main, bro. Yeah, I don't bring him in soft, brother. <laughs> soft, he's in this group. <laughs> oh man, I have to. I have to tell this story because uh, about nine years ago today, I was going through a pretty rough time and divorce and um and whatnot, and I was new to real life, and uh, I was ready to uh, put a gun to my head. I was tired mm-hmm. and uh, I walked into what was, is real men now, but was, I think, uh, celebrate recovery back then or something. Uh, my brother-in-law took me up to the church cause I was a mess and I walked through there. I didn't even know where I was going. And I ended up in, um, the loft up there and Mikey agree- greeted me at the door and he said he never greets. He was just filling in for somebody. So Mikey's been with me ever since, but John Durham stands up and starts talking about what I'm going through and make a very long story short. uh, John was, I want to say a father-like figure to me before he even knew my name. I was coming to real men for 
gosh, months. And he didn't know, he didn't even know my name. But the words he spoke from the stage, I can't tell you. It saved my life. And I've told that in my testimony that I gave it real life. Mm -hmm. So with that said, the word that I gave John is business. The business. And what I mean by business is John is about the father's business and it's serious. Yeah. You know, we joke, we bust balls, we come in here, we have a good time, but it's business at the end of the day. Cause this is, this is about men and we care and John cares and he's the real deal. So that's my word. Business. 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 <laughs> well, I hope business is good. Boy. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I know we went a little long today, but I think it's so important that we did this because I want men out there to take heed of this, take this opportunity and sit down with the people that love you and know you the, the best and ask them this very tough question. When you look at me and you think of me, what do you see? What's the word that comes to your mind? I'm going to tell you something, men. <laughs> it's one of the scariest questions you're ever going to ask. Especially when you ask men or women or your children that you have the utmost love and respect for. But you know what else? It can be the most rewarding thing you've ever done in your life because it helps you to see where you're at. This legacy is not over. We're just in the middle of it. And the bit of advice that I want to give every man that's listening here tonight or today or wherever you are all over the world, because as we said, we're worldwide. No bragging on this podcast, but anyway. On a serious note, you can change. You can change the trajectory of your legacy right here and right now, if you choose to. Surround yourself with people that make you better. They're going to love you. They're going to challenge you. They're going to ask you the tough questions. They're going to push you to be the very best that you can be as a person and as a man. And if you surround yourself with those type of people, the legacy that you leave behind will impact generation to generation to generation. And I promise you, you will live forever. And that, my friends, well, that's where the rubber meets the road. 